Welcome to episode 13 of Be A Bigger Fish. This is the podcast that explores the power of podcasting to grow your business or your community. I'm Debbie Aurelius and I'm the host of Be A Bigger Fish. It's that difficult episode 13 and I wasn't sure if any of my guests would be superstitious so I decided that this should be my second solo episode. So here it is, it's solo episode number two of the season. I want to do uh, two things with this episode. So firstly, I'd like to pick up from where I left off at my previous solo episode. If you haven't had a chance to hear that one, that one's episode nine. And I spoke in that episode about how I discovered podcasts existed when I was challenged to create a podcast um, as my homework effectively when I was studying a postgraduate course with the Open University a number of years ago. So I created that podcast with literally no tools whatsoever other than my laptop and no understanding of the technology involved just by following the helpful advice of other students other students in an online forum. So that was how simplistic my first podcast experience was. And I've developed my expertise, I suppose, over the years as I've taken more and more of a professional interest in creating audio content. My second objective with this episode is to encourage you to think about the why of your podcast. So I'm going to take a look back over the 12 episodes I've recorded so far and see what lessons I've learned from the people I've spoken to about why they created their podcast and how podcasting has helped them to achieve their goals or to realise the reason why they're in business or why they're trying to engage a community. I really think that starting from the very beginning and working out for yourself what you want to achieve and how podcasting can really help you to achieve that will give you such a strong start with your podcast. Now, some people take to podcasting purely for entertainment, and I have to say, I've got a real soft spot for audio drama myself. So maybe your why is purely to entertain um, and to share your creative ideas. But lots of other people take to podcasting for really practical reasons, and those are mostly the sorts of people I've been interviewing so far on Be A Bigger Fish. So in this episode, I'm going to look at the why for a podcast for three groups of people. So those are business owners, people trying to raise the profile of a business, community leaders or people trying to create a greater connection amongst a community and lastly communications professionals just like me who may be advising their organizations or their clients on how to best use audio content to create more employee engagement or to create a better outreach to potential employees. So firstly, let's think about what we mean when we use the term podcast. So it's certainly a term that's slipped into common usage, which is great. 
but we all have an assumption of what we mean when we say the word podcast. So let's challenge that. I've heard lots of people ask me to produce a podcast when really they mean a recording of a webinar and um, or they may mean some video content and using the right term is sometimes quite hard. So what do we really mean when we're talking about a podcast? Technically, a podcast is a series of audio files that are listed as a series in a public directory that's online. So that's um, if you think about iTunes or Apple podcasts, that would be an online directory that you can go to to find a podcast. And the podcast will be the series of episodes. Each individual audio recording that makes up that podcast series is an individual episode of the podcast. So this podcast is called Be A Bigger Fish and this is episode 13 of the podcast series that makes up Be A Bigger Fish. Now importantly that content can be accessed through what's called an RSS feed. Basically that just means you can subscribe to the podcast so when a new episode is published in that podcast series you get a notification that a new episode is available for you to download on a portable device. So people commonly listen to podcasts on mobile phones. Um, it used to be really MP4 players, but more commonly now it's mobile phones. So you can listen to it anytime when you're on or offline um, at, at any point in, in your day. So the fact that it's available online to anybody who can access it that it's downloadable so you can take it with you wherever you want to go and listen to it on demand. Those are the things that make podcast content so attractive and so portable and so accessible to people. Podcast content isn't necessarily audio only, so you could have a video series that you publish as a podcast. But I think most people kind of assume that a podcast is, is audio and they expect to be able to listen to a podcast while they're doing something else, multitasking, that sort of thing. So I've chosen to keep my podcast content to audio only for the time being. If you're not particularly technically minded and all that talk about RSS feeds and directories has made you start to worry, please don't worry about it. It isn't that complicated to do when you actually start to publish your content online. And I will talk about how to create that feed and set up your content so it's accessible in a future solo episode. For now, I think what's really important is to focus on the why of your podcast. So the one thing I'd like you to have an idea of by the end of this episode is what is the why of your podcast? I think up till now, Be A Bigger Fish has been focusing on why podcast. So I'm just turning that round by 90 degrees to look at what is the why of your podcast. One of the questions I put to almost all my guests on Be A Bigger Fish and one which I quite often get quite a surprising response to is what were you planning to achieve when you set up your podcast? So quite a lot of people laugh at themselves when I ask that question and say that they had no discernible plan whatsoever and they just jumped in feet first, started recording content and publishing it with no idea of what they were trying to achieve. Now, I'm sure in some cases that's 100% true. Um, and on reflection, I think in most cases, those people do themselves a little bit of a disservice. So what I think is happening is a lot of people who jump into podcasting 
um, have actually been avid podcast listeners themselves up to that point. So what happens when you listen to podcast content over and over and particularly the type of content that you know would be good for you to create too is you learn from listening to that content what an effective podcast should sound like. So take, for example, Teresa Heathwaring. Teresa is the star of episode four of Be a Bigger Fish, which I titled Establishing Credibility because she felt that her podcast was a great way for her to establish credibility with her clients. Now, Teresa had been an avid podcast listener before she started out, and I think she had a really clear idea of how an effective, high-profile and credible podcast should sound and what kind of publishing pattern she should get into in order to uphold that kind of feel for her podcast, if that makes sense. And I think she did an amazingly good job of getting that going really quickly and really, really effectively with some high profile guests, because she actually had quite a clear model in her mind already. So that's fantastic. If you've got a clear sound in your ears of what an effective podcast in your business or sector sounds like, that's such a great start. But what if you don't? So what if, like me, your podcast listening repertoire is completely random and you listen to all different genres of podcasts with all different quality of sound and all different levels of mixing and editing? So what if your audible experience is a little bit less refined, let's say, than other people's? And what if you do a different kind of role? So what if you're a communications consultant like I am and your client asks you, do you think I should have a podcast? How do you answer that question and what's the best way to find out the answer to that question? Obviously, I'm going to say that the best way to answer that is to find out the why. So why would somebody want to start a podcast? What do they think the podcast is actually going to give them that other types of media or in fact, sometimes no media at all? would deliver for them anyway. So really get to the heart of what you're trying to achieve and whether a podcast is the right vehicle for you to achieve that. Now, it doesn't have to be complicated. You don't have to start out by forming a beautiful graph with lots of metrics on about how many listens you get and what that listenership will do in terms of conversions or sale rates or all those sorts of things. It doesn't have to be complicated, but you have to have a real sense of what you want to achieve and why podcasting is going to help you achieve that. Then that will give you a range of different things that you'll be able to benefit from. So for starters, it will help you to make all the other decisions you need to make when you're setting your podcast up, like what format will your podcast have? So are you going to have interview-based podcasts? Are you going to have two hosts who discuss topical issues? Are you going to have um, recorded events in your podcast? Are you going to just make solo episodes where you speak for the topic that you want to share on your podcast? So those sorts of decisions become easier to make when you know what you want to achieve from your podcast. 
The other thing having a really good reason to podcast will give you is the stamina that you'll need to get through the hard work that's involved in not just recording, but editing and uploading and mixing and marketing and all of the different side projects you have to get involved in, in order to create a successful podcast. So some of those things might be things that you love to do and some of those those things might not. And if you can't afford to outsource those and ask somebody else to do those things for you, then you will need a real clear sense of why you're making this podcast in order to get you through the difficult times. Okay, I don't want it to sound like it's an awful thing to do. It's not at all. I love creating my podcast, but there are times when I'm faced with two hours of recording footage that I know I've got to edit down into a 40 minute episode and I can feel the weight of the challenge of that but I know why I'm creating my podcast so it kind of gives me that yeah but you know I've decided to do this it's important to me and so I'm going to push through this piece of work and get this done. So let's break this down a little bit further by thinking about roughly the three profiles of people that I've interviewed so far in the first 12 episodes of Be a Bigger Fish. Firstly, most of my guests have been solo business owners and one of the main purposes of their podcast has been to raise their profile, to showcase what their business can achieve for their clients or customers and to reach prospective clients and customers. Now, successful solo business podcasts are not generally what you'd regard as an infomercial. So just telling people what you're selling and how much it costs even if you couch that in terms of how great that can be for them and and what solutions it can deliver for them, it doesn't make for good podcast content. So you really need to think a little bit more broadly about how you're going to achieve raising your profile. So generally, consider the fact that podcast content is free and it's going to take up somebody's time to listen to it. So they generally need to have a reason to invest the time in listening to podcast content. And quite often that's to learn something new or to find out something that's sort of adjacent to the topics they already understand. So um, I'm a communications consultant. I listen to loads of communications podcasts, even though that's my job and my profession. I want to hear other people's perspectives on that or I want to hear what's the latest insight from different aspects of communications that I'm not currently involved in. I think some of the most compelling content that I've captured from people who are raising the profile of their business through their podcast has been where people talk about the fact that they've managed to create a connection with prospective clients that they wouldn't have met otherwise. And the really brilliant thing about that is when those clients come to their business to access their services, they already have selected to work with that person because they really identify with their personal story or with their values or with the way they think or the way they structure their thoughts and and feelings. So I think that's such a positive thing in terms of generating trust and establishing a really good mutually beneficial relationship when you start off any kind of business process with somebody. So if you are a solo business owner and you'd like to reach your ideal client through podcasting, I would say a really good way to start that is by sharing more of yourself, by telling people your personal story, by explaining what's important to you and just trusting, having faith that that will attract the right people to you. 
The second profile of person that I've been lucky enough to speak to on Being Bigger Fish are people who want to create a greater connection with a community or raise the profile of a social issue. So I'm thinking about Joe Milmine in episode two, who wanted to feel connected again with the like-minded community of people who were interested in knitting and yarn, just like she was when she had moved to a foreign country. And also Natalie Silverman, who I spoke to in episode six, who's worked so hard to give a voice to a section of society that she felt weren't being represented adequately and really didn't have a place to go to ask ordinary questions and get a really sensible answer. So she's done a brilliant job uh, of raising the profile of people who are going through fertility treatments um, through her podcast. You can imagine that people who are wanting to set out on a community podcast have a really clear sense of why, but you'd still need to think about how a podcast can help you to achieve that why. So if you want to create a really strong connection with people, think about how you can most effectively do that. What is it that people are looking for when they really want to feel that they're connected to an issue or to a group or to a community? And think about what the implications of that would be for the format of your podcast. So Would you want to publish just solo episodes where you talk about that issue yourself? Or would you want to include the voices of other people who are experiencing that issue or who have some expertise in that area that they can share with your audience? I guess the third group of people who I've been speaking to on Be A Bigger Fish are other communications professionals like myself, and particularly those who work in the world of internal communications. So I'm thinking about Chuck and Rachel, who's in my most recent episode, and Janice, um, who has a podcast that's about surviving in the corporate world and while travelling as an introvert but has a background in HR and had some really interesting perspective on in-house podcasting too. If you're a communication professional or you're a comms business partner inside an organisation and you feel like a podcast would be a great thing to start, I would challenge you to think about the why of your podcast. So what are you trying to achieve with your communications goals more broadly and how will podcast content help you to get there? So, for example, if you want to generate a greater understanding across an organisation of what all the different parts of an organisation do and how they can work more effectively together, would you be best served by asking different representatives from those different parts of the organisation to feature on your podcast content rather than you speak for that yourself? So how are you going to capture all of those voices and how are you going to synthesize them into podcast episodes that make sense and are accessible and understandable to everybody in your organization? So those are the sorts of challenges that you need to think about. Why am I making this podcast? What are the outcomes I'm really hoping to drive from this podcast? And what are the implications of those things on the way I format my podcast? Of course, in any of those categories, you can always test your why by speaking to your current audience and asking them how would they like to receive information from you or feel like they're keeping in connection with you or how would they like to feel connected with one another, perhaps. That would be a really great way to find out whether your why 
is in alignment with what your audience would expect or would like to receive from you. There aren't really that many rules in podcasting, so I think the world is your oyster, really. If you can figure out what you want to achieve and why you want to achieve that, you can figure out for yourself what would be the best thing to put in your audio content. What is it that people really want to hear and why will they tune into your podcast and what will that inspire them to do? What will that create in the world and how can you change people's views on things and the way they behave? It's a really powerful medium and it's at such an early stage in its development, the time is really right for people to grasp it and start experimenting and seeing what amazing things they can achieve with podcasting. So that's my big challenge to you from this episode. What is the why of your podcast? Having figured out the why of your podcast, it becomes a lot easier for you to make decisions about how you're going to get there. So what kind of format is your podcast going to have and how are you going to capture that format? So therefore, what kind of tools and technology do you really need to access in order to create the kind of podcast content you want? And then similarly, where should you list that podcast? So where should you place that podcast series so that people can find it most easily and how will they be able to download it and all of those kinds of questions. Those sorts of things become a lot more clear and easy to define when you really know what you're trying to achieve. So that's why it's such a strong start point. I'm going to talk about all those other things. So the tools, the technology, the how-tos, all of those things in future solo episodes. And really with the aim of trying to take any of the mystery there might be out of it and proving to you that it's really straightforward and it's something you can definitely achieve. Just remains for me to say thank you so much for listening. It really lifts my spirits when I see that my podcast has been downloaded in a new country in the world or that somebody's made a comment about my podcast on social media. Honestly, it's just so great to get that kind of feedback so thank you if you do make a decision about what is the why of your podcast let me know just drop me a line on twitter i'm on twitter at debbie aurelius or you can access peppermint fish's account through peppermint fish c so that's just peppermint fish with the small letter c at the end or you can email me um, and reach me through my website. So you can access the website at beabiggerfish.net and you can leave a comment on there or you can reach me through my email address you'll find on there. Um, Or you may be an Insta user, in which case I'm on Insta. Again, it's peppermintfishc is the name of the account um, on Instagram. So just send me a DM and tell me exactly what you're thinking of launching a podcast to achieve. I'd really love to hear from you. Stay tuned to Be A Bigger Fish. I've got some really exciting things coming up in the pipeline for the next few episodes. So I'm really, really looking forward to publishing those and finding out what you think of them. In the meantime, have a super week ahead and I look forward to seeing you soon.